All right. Maybe like that. My phone's a little precariously balanced, listeners. But nevertheless, welcome to episode seven of the Digimon for Sleep podcast. Welcome to another Sleepy Time episode. Hope you enjoyed last episode. I'm sure we had a lot of goat noises. (coughs) Haven't actually edited that one yet. But it certainly was long and wandering to record, because mostly what happened is Yamato and, and is it uh, Gomamon? Which is the, which is Yamato's Digimon? The, a reasonable guy, wears a pelt, has a horn. Cool, cool, cool guy. Wait, I've got it right here. It's probably not Gomamon, because that's Duo's Digimon. Um, whoops. Uh, Gabumon. That's why I was mixing it up with Gomamon, because it sounds a bit like Gomamon. I've got Gabumon here. Matt and Gomamon pretty much just did two loops around a massive, great, big RPG environment uh, path, having many fights, some of which we just had to run away from. Doing what, listeners? Gathering camping ingredients and equipment for campfire cooking. Yeah, uh, digi mushrooms. Digi bananas. Mmm, they sure do look juicy. A nice juicy banana. Banana juice? Are we into banana juice? Do we like that kind of thing? I mean, nothing's better than a tasty banana smoothie. So I guess we are into that kind of thing. Little bit of Greek style yogurt. Maybe a little dash of honey. Gotta put some ice blocks into the blender when you're making a smoothie like that. Don't know why, but it just makes it way better. Something I was told when I was a kid by the parent of some other kid at school. Hey, don't forget to put ice blocks in the blender when you're making a smoothie. Makes it better. She was right. It always makes it better. So I guess this has been another Daniel K Recommends. Daniel K has a podcast and he recommends things sometimes. So put ice blocks in your blender when you're making banana smoothies. Any other smoothie for that matter. Just makes it better. It doesn't make it waterier, don't worry. Just better. Okay, but we've gathered the ingredients, so it's time to head back to the strange end of an isthmus. Because I haven't edited that episode, I don't know what the end of an isthmus is called yet. Listeners, you do though, right? Because I totally found the name for the thing on the end of an isthmus in the last episode. And then I totally told you all about it, didn't I? It's called a... Tide Island. Yeah, so there we go. Alright, as we approach the beginning of the Isthmus, Mimi Tachikawa, aka Cactus Hat Cowboy Lady, says, We've got food now. Let's hurry up and eat it. Sora's like, Yeah. We walked all that way for it. And Taichi says, What do you think, Yamato? Uh, Yamato. Yamato says, Well... uh, uh, and I get two options. We should make sure it's safe or okay, let's eat. I mean, so Ty is saying, hurry up, let's eat it. Oh, I guess he's saying, what do you think, Yamato? Let's make sure it's safe. How do we make sure it's safe? Wasn't someone going to be the poison taster? Let's make sure it's safe. Uh, Kashiro Azumi, little Izzy, says, there's still some things we're not too sure about here. Juo Kido says, yeah, I agree with Yamato. Yamato. Huh? Well, that's interesting. 
I've just been um, kicked back into control of the character Yamato. And I suppose... No, I... I what? I just gotta walk... Wait, do I just have to look it up in the... Hang on. Maybe I can examine my items? No, I guess I can't. Maybe I can look it up in the library? Well, what am I supposed to do? Hmm. Let me just go back to the Isthmus. What would that be? Oh no, the same dialogue happens again. Strange. Okay, well look here. I'll do one more loop around, just to make sure nothing has changed because of this dialogue before I decide that, yeah, we've just got to eat the food even if we don't know it's exactly safe. So let me just do one more loop around. What animal noise should I put in here? Um, now listen here, listeners. When I put in cow noises uh, in episode 5, it turned out that was not a very restful noise to put in a sleep podcast. In fact, the feedback I got from the audience was that actually it was really funny. And that's not conductive to going to sleep. So maybe a calmer animal than a cow is needed here. I was thinking, what's a calmer animal? What about restful whale noises? So as I, as I, I, I'm going to walk around the loop again to see that nothing's changed. I'm just going to cut all of that recording out and replace it with a whale noise now. Okay, so here goes. Oh, darn it. It was the cow. Get out of here, cow. Sorry, I thought it was going to be a whale. All right. I haven't f quite finished closing the loop. I haven't seen anything new. I'm most of the way through it. But guess what's happening, listeners? You remember Monochromamon, the giant dinosaur? Well, I just thought, on the spur of the moment, I saw one with its back turned to me, and I just ran up on it. And I tried to get it from behind, which gives me an extra turn to get a bunch of attacks in. And I've been fighting it with Gabumon, Patamon, and Tentamon. Now, I haven't been too keen on Tentamon over these last... A uh, few hours of playtime, this episode and last episode, because Tentamon's main skill, his attack skill, uh, is an electric attack that gets the whole enemy party. Every everyone in the enemy party gets damaged, but not for very much damage. So it's usually better to just use a high attack single target move. That's the that's the better way of doing it. So when the enemy turn comes around, there's less enemies to do damage to you instead of slowly chipping them away all at once. But Tentamon's third skill is Guard Up. And I've been using that so much in this Monochromon battle, raising everyone's defense, because it does make a huge difference to how much damage they take. And I can do it twice before it no longer has any effect on them. And it lasts for about three or four turns. And so I've just been, I've been using Tentamon's turn to increase everyone's defense. Patamon and Gabumon have been using their least SP uh, costly skills. Um, wing Slap and uh, I forget what Gabumon's is. Even so, Gabumon's on 4 SP, Patamon's on 1 SP and can no longer do special attacks. Tentamon's been doing nothing but guard up and is down to 28 SP and he's the one who I gave the SP increase. What I'm getting at is I've used absolutely everything up. I'm just clinging on in this battle, but guess what? We're about to get the Monochromamon. I've done it. Just gonna do a normal attack with Patamon. 44 damage, it's still got a little a little bit of health left. Uh, let's have, this time let's use 
a twice arm with Tentamon, this might get it. This might do it. Oh no, it's still on a tiny amount of health. Little Horn from Gabumon with his last, it's going to cost 3 SP and that's the last special move we can do with Gabumon. Let's do it. 133 damage and we got it. Victory, we beat the Monochromamon. <gasps> we did it, listeners. Um, before this fight, Gabumon leveled up to level 7. And now what happens? We get nothing. We didn't even get a special item. Item. Item or Pac-Man. Okay. Well, I'm pretty confident that there's nothing here then. Is there? Oh, here's the big red bug. No, oops, I nearly ran into it. I'm just going to bypass everything. I've already beaten it. I'm going to run away from the mushroom. Run away from the, from the Numamon. Yeah, there's nothing here. We just have to go to the campsite and eat the questionable food, don't we? There's no getting around it. Yeah, so I've now completed the loop. I'm going to save the game because I beat that Monochromamon. At the end of the episode, I'll read you the entry on Monochromamon. And now let's just go do it. Let's go eat the food, because there's no other option. Why does the game even give me an option? It just wants me to practice being cautious, but then there's nothing I can do to be cautious, so we just have to, okay, let's eat. Mimi says, food, food! And Sora's like, oh, Mimi. And here we are, we've built a campfire. Aha, Taichi, hurry up and cook the fish, says Agumon. We built a campfire just out front of the tram car on the bit of, on the end of the isthmus. And it's night time. We can see uh, the silhouettes of the um, of the power, uh, the, the, what are those big towers called? Pylons, of the, the electrical pylons that are like half sunk in the lake. And there's a giant full moon. Oh, there's an aeroplane flying overhead. There it goes. I'm parked in the car park of um, Ray Marshall Park, listeners. So I could walk to the secret bridge, but it's a particularly windy day. And in those two secret bridge episodes, oh, I couldn't stand the wind noise when I was editing. I was like, oh gosh, I wish I had, I don't know, brought a wind suppressing tent with me or something. Wind suppressing tent I'm on. But I didn't, so I'm just parked here in my car, out of the wind, hopefully. You can still hear the aeroplanes coming down to land at Perth Airport, though, flying over Woodbridge. <sighs> Alright, Argumon's... Yeah, Argumon wants the fish. Hey, don't be in a rush now, or you'll burn it. Put the fish near the fire, and then you, uh... <gasps> Yamato says... Oh! And Taichi's like, oh, hey Yamato, why are you pulling the fish? Why are you pulling the fish away? You have to cook fish at a distance, says Yamato. Oh, really? Says Taichi. And Yamato says, ah. Oh. I should check on everyone, says Yamato. Ah, oh, Yamato. So now we get another one of these scenes where everybody's distributed around this nighttime campsite. The trams in the background, as are the electrical pylons. 
and the big full moon, the distant foggy mountains. Wow, oh, what a beautiful scene. Everyone's talking to their Digimons. Let's go see Izzy. Hey, Izzy. Was it hard, fishing with Takeru? Oh, no, not at all, says Izzy. He's very skillful. It was enjoyable for me as well. That's TK. Um, I could either say, hey, invite me next time, or he wasn't too much trouble. Invite me next time. Yeah, all right. Next time the three of us can go fishing together, says Izzy. Friendship rank up with Izzy. And I'm not going to just, I promise, I'm not going to just choose the option which I think will get a friendship rank up. I think you saw that. You saw that with, um, with the, in the last, what, episode, episode five. Sometimes the option that makes least sense is the one that you want to go with because the other one is no good. Anyway, I, I don't know. Maybe, hey, here's Sora. You seem to know a lot about cooking fish, Yamato. Yamato. Did you learn how at home? Um, oh, here we go. I can either be like, ah, oh, well, uh, or I could go, yeah, I cook in place of my mum. So I don't know if I would, Yamato, I don't know if I would share that much about your home life that you have taken on the sort of the domestic role of an absent mother character with Sora. I think it's, it's, it's more friendly to uh, <laughs> maybe just go, yeah, I cook a bit. Ah, well. And Sora's like, huh, question mark? And that's it. What about you? What about you, Mimi? Palmon says she can tell the difference between edible and poisonous mushrooms. Yup, says Palmon. I can say, can you teach me? Your Digimon are amazing. Well, can you teach me how? Yeah, of course, it'll be fun. Yeah, let's go mushroom hunting, says Palmon. Friendship with, uh, with Mimi ranked up. Here's TK and little Patamon. And Palamon does a big yawn. Oh. Oh. I hope, listeners, that you're lying in bed and you're yawning just like Patamon is. Oh. And TK says, are you tired, Patamon? Yeah, says Patamon. Yawn, says Tai Chi. Oh, I'm so full. I'm going to go to sleep soon. Izzy says, should we keep a night watch in shifts? Duo says, all right, well, let's pick an order. Yamato says, I don't think the girls should have to do it. Or Takeru. Hmm. No, I'll be fine, says TK. Don't you worry about it. You have to go get your rest, says Yamato. Oh, TK looks a little bit disappointed that he can't help the night watch shift. Taichi says, hey, Gabumon, let me use your pelt as a blanket. And Gabumon's like, huh? I always wondered what's under your fur, Gabumon. Uh, yeah, well, about that, says Gabumon. Yamato rocks up on the scene. Hey, cut it out. Can't you see he doesn't like it? Taichi says, oh, it was just a joke. Don't get so mad, Yamato. Hey, stop it, both of you, says TK. Hey, hey, who's going to take first shift on guard duty, says Juo, tactfully changing the subject. TK and Yamato turn so their backs are to each other. I'll go first, says Taichi. 
And then I'll go next, says Yamato. And then there's an awkward pause while they just sit around, looking normal, with dot dot dots for dialogue. And TK says, Yamato! Yamato is playing his harmonica. Does it just loop like this? Hang on. I happen to have a harmonica here in the car with me. Let's see if I can do what Yamato is doing. Wait. Hmm. Yeah, exactly the same. And Gabumen says, Ah, oh, Yamato's harmonica is such a nice tone. <sighs> Why did I have to get so angry over such a little thing, says Yamato. <laughs> I should go check on Taichi. What a relaxing scene. All right. We're back on the back on the beginning of the isthmus where obviously uh, Yamato and Gabumon were like uh, set up as guards at the beginning of the isthmus so that no bad guy Digimon could cross the isthmus to the end of the isthmus bit. So we cross the isthmus ourselves to go check to see how TK, no, Tai Chi's going. Here he is, he's just staring off into the lake. Hey, what's up, Yamato? It's not time to switch guards yet. Tai Chi. I can either apologize to Tai Chi or don't apologize to Tai Chi. What were we upset about? Oh yeah, Yamato told Tai Chi to leave Gabumon alone. Stop asking him what's under his pelt. I think it, the friendly thing to do is, after you've had an argument with your friend, apologize to them. Because maybe that'll be, like, if you're sitting around waiting waiting for an apology from someone, you think that they should apologize for something, maybe you apologizing for getting angry at them is, like, the first step to them also going, hey, that, yeah, I understand, I won't do it again, blah, 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 blah. So I think that, you know... To apologize to Tai Chi would be the tactful option which I want Yamato to take. Ah, uh, well, I just couldn't sleep. I'm sorry about earlier, Tai Chi. Oh, well, it was my fault too. I keep on getting irritated over stupid little things, says Tai Chi. See, listeners? You see what I mean? This is what I was talking about. Yeah, I know the feeling. When you can't hold yourself together, we just end up fighting. Friendship with Tai Chi ranked up. Da -da 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 -da. Hey, by the way, says Tai Chi, I've been wondering, what is your relationship with TK? Oh, we are brothers. We've been living separately ever since our parents divorced, says Yamato. Oh, so they're not half brothers. 
they've got both parents. They, they share both parents. They have the same mum and the same dad, but the parents were divorced and moved to different households. One lives with one parent. So I guess because Yamato does, he says he does the cooking in place of his mum, he must live with his dad. And then TK lives with the mum. Yeah, here we go. Yamato continues. I live with our father, and Takeru lives with our mother. Oh, that's why you've got different surnames. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, says Yamato. Ah, says Takeru Takashi, who's around the other side of the tram to everyone. I've been waiting to use the bathroom. I wonder where Yamato went. Ah, he's walked around the tram and there's some kind of gigantic monstrous tail laid across his path. Huh? What's this? Says a happy looking Takeru Takashi. Oh no, it's whipping violently around. Ooh-wah! Says little TK. It's just like whipping and thrashing. Oh no, there's a sea monster. Oh, is it an earthquake? Cries Juo Kiddo as he wakes up. Izzy says, no, look over there, it's a monster. Seedramon says, Gasha. Takeru Takashi says, ah! Yep, it's Seedramon. Big sea serpent with a yellow head and a red leaf tail. Big long blue body. Whoa, what is that thing? Says Taichi. Ah, that's a Seedramon! Says Agumon. TK says, ah! Yamato says, Takeru! And then Yamato says, ah! And he runs right at the monster trying to save little Takeru, Takeru Takashi. Yamato, Gabumon, do something to help my brother. Oh, no, I, I misunderstood. TK says, Yamato, Gabumon, do something to help my brother. Because Yamato ran to confront the sea monster to protect TK. Oh, I can't do anything against that thing, says Gabumon. Hey, this way, says Yamato, shouting up at the monster. Come get me! Gabumon says, Yamato, I can't do it. I'm too scared. TK says, oh, Gabumon. Gabumon says, I'm really scared. But, but, if I don't do something, I'm not going to be able to listen to the gentle tone of Yamato's harmonica ever again. Like that, thinks Gabumon. <gasps> Power comes out of the little digital machine that everyone has. It shoots off into the air and we see a bright shining starlight glittering with digital energy. Oh, Gabumon is seen in the digital void rotating on a, on a circle of light and he grows and transforms into a grey wolf Garurumon. It's like a wolf with a feathered mane and tiger, blue tiger stripes. Garurumon! Oh, Gabumon evolved, says Yamato. <gasps> Amazing Gabumon! I recognize that word from the animes that I like to watch. Amazing! It was like Sugoyu or something like that. I mean, I've been wrong before. Do you remember the episode where I said that tension was the word for transformation? I think it's henshin. I think pretty pretty much everybody knows that henshin is the Japanese word for when superheroes transform into their like superhero form. 
But Takeru was like, Sugoya, Gabumon, you can do it. Amazing Gabumon. Izzy says, oh, a second evolution. Agumon's not the only Digimon who can evolve. Now we're in a battle with Seedramon, and we're Grey Wolf Garurumon, and Little Patamon, and Little Izzy's Digimon, Tentamon. What are we going to do? Well, first of all, let's use Garurumon's new skill. Foxfire? That's interesting. Foxfire! 899 damage! That's amazing! Alright, Patamon, time for a wing slap. No, an air shot. I like the air shot because it sounds like he's saying ear shotto and Patamon has big ears. Uh, Tentamon, whatever, just use just use Petit Thunder. Yeah, pathetic. 67 damage, did nothing. And that was his most expensive skill. What a wasteful move. Oh, Grey Wolf Garurumon, time to use your second skill, Freeze Fang. No shout out. Uh, Patamon, how about a little wing slap? Yep, about 120 damage. Oh no, hit with a powerful tail shock. Uh, Tentamon has about a twice arm. Twice arm! And Garurumon, time to try out your third skill. Garuru Thrust! Whoa, it was just a big poor attack. That Seedramon's nearly down for the count. Let's just do normal attacks from here on out. <laughs> I love that Tentamon attack noise. You too, Patamon. And now it's your turn, Grey Wolf Garurumon. Normal attack time. I missed! You missed! You big silly wolf. Well... Uh-oh, it's using Bind. It didn't do much damage, but it took away uh, Little Patamon's turn. Alright, let's finish this thing off with another Foxfire. It's a bit of a why play an ace when a two will do situation, because it's on like one hit point out of a thousand, but oh well, whatever. I'm not here to not use Foxfire against Seedramon, am I? Foxfire! 870 damage. Victory! Alright. Ah, says Gabumon. It looks like we made it somehow. Look at this, the sun's come up and it's daytime again. Guess that fight lasted all through the night. Whoa, Yamato has a very deep voice. Ah, why didn't you tell me from the start that you could evolve, Gabumon? Well, I couldn't tell you. That was the first time, says a very shocked-looking Gabumon. TK was like, Gabumon! Arigato, thanks for saving us. And thank you too, Yamato. Oh, it, it wasn't, uh... And Gabumon says, oh, you're so shy. Oh, well, look who's talking, says Yamato. And everyone says, ha 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 ha
But I didn't get to I didn't get to look up the um the new information of the two new Digimon I fought in the library option in the menu. So guess what, listeners? It looks like we're gonna need to start episode three, Red Hot Bergeron. All right, everyone, let's go. And then we'll, we'll just get a few minutes into this episode. I'll check out the library entries, and we'll call that an end to episode seven. How's that? I know we only got a chance to hear one whale noise, and it wasn't even a whale; it was a cow. But nevertheless, I'm sure that next episode, episode eight, it's going to be whale noises all throughout. So stay tuned for that, huh? Let's get for now. Let's get episode three, Red Hot Bergeron, started. Oh, the party. Well, let's change the party. I like Sora. Um, she's been moved into the party as the new leader, pushing uh, Tentamon and Izzy out of the party. So right now the party is Yamato, Takeru, uh, so Matt, TK, and Sora. Actually, I think that's good. I think that's a good party. This is a good party. Episode start. Start Red Hot Bergeron? Yeah, let's start Red Hot Bergeron. There's some funny punctuation here, listeners. It's red hot exclamation mark. Bergeron question mark? <laughs> That's really funny f- for some reason. Red hot Bergeron? Oh no. Looks like we find ourselves in a desert full of um full of power lines and there's some kind of Sinister-looking black gear soaring through the skies. Well, what's this black gear doing? We don't know anything about black gears, do we? Weird. Taichi says, huh, what is that sound? Hmm, Yamato says, it sounded a bit like a gear. (laughs) What? What does a gear flying through the air sound like? Kind of like whoosh, right? Wow. Yamato must have an incredibly well-trained ear, maybe from all of that harmonica playing. Like that. Must really tuned his ears to be able to hear the what a, a, all different objects flying through the air sound like. Oh yeah, that sounded like a gear flying through the air. And I think it sounded... Um... Black? Yeah. Sora said, it wasn't a flying saucer, was it? Juo Kiddo says, well, whatever it is, it doesn't give me a good feeling. Maybe they actually saw it, but he did say it sounds like a gear. Sora's like, yeah, well, standing here talking about it won't get us anywhere, will it? So should we try following it? Yeah, they definitely saw it. Sora saw it anyway. Taichi says, instead of worrying about it, we should look for clues to see if there's any other humans here. Piermon says, hey, Sora. Oh, what is it, Piermon? I feel better since we're traveling together, Sora. I want to learn all about you. Wow, you're just going out and saying that outright, says Sora. And Tentamon says, yeah, Piermon's a real friendly Digimon. Hey, Sora, come on, let's hold hands, says Piermon, the little pink bird. Piermon. Really, really good Digimon. Very good, very good design. Like the spiral plume with pink and blue stripes coming out of the head. The beak, the big hands, the big feet. The head. Good Digimon. 
Whoa, Sesora, can I really get along with such a clingy Digimon like this? Yeah, sure you can. All right, so here we are in the desert. There's fallen power power lines. There's, um, oh no. There's Monochromamon. There's Kabuterimon. There's big bad Digimon all over the place. So let's pause the game here. We'll open up the menu. We'll check out the entries of the new Digimon that we fought. Um, let's look at the the data on Monochromamon. Monochromamon, an adult data, ankylosaur type, an ankylosaur type Digimon. It knows Volcano Strike, Guardi Tusk, and Grand Fire. An ankylosaur Digimon with a horn as hard as diamond. It's herbivorous and usually calm, but if angered, will charge until it defeats its foe. Its special move, Volcano Strike, is a powerful firebomb. Okay, so it's usually calm. I wonder if that means it won't chase after us. It's only gonna fight us if we run into it. That could be it, huh? All right, here's Seedramon, an adult data aquatic type Digimon. It knows ice arrow, tail attack, and bind. An aggressive adult aquatic Digimon that looks like a dragon. It entangles its foes with its long body and, squeeze and squeezes until they stop breathing. Its special move, Ice Arrow, spits shards of ice. Whoa, sounds like a bad guy, Digimon. Alright, well... Um... Look at this, we've got a new entry for one, Garurumon. Adult Vaccine, Beast-type Digimon. A beast Digimon, a wolf covered in silver, white, and blue fur, as hard as the legendary metal Mithril. The blades on its shoulders cut whatever they touch. It's very smart and faithful, and it obeys those that it accepts as its master. It spits a hot flame with its special move, Fox Fire. Cool. Um, I never read the description of Greymon. Argumon's uh, Digi Evolution. Greymon, has Greymon. Looking good. Adult vaccine dinosaur type Digimon. A dinosaur Digimon whose cranial skin is as hard as a rhinoceros beetle's shell. Really? Oh, a rhinoceros beetle's shell. Oh, well, well, well. It must be really super hard, I guess. A beetle shell. Yeah, really hard. It's a very aggressive Digimon whose whole body is a deadly weapon with huge horns and sharp claws. But it's very smart. And if tamed, amongst the strongest monsters. Its special move, Mega Flame, spits super hot flames that burn everything to ash. <sighs> well, there we go. There we go, listeners. That's the end of the library portion of the episode. Um, I just realized I forgot to save the game when I was in that main episode select menu. So silly, silly me. But that's okay. I'm sure it'll be okay. And I'm sure that by now you've all fallen asleep in your comfortable beds at night. So I'm quite confident in uh, switching off the episode. And hey, for the end of the episode, you know, some of my audience, they complain that I play a little bit of uh, calming music or whatever at the end of the episode. They're like, Dad, when's this little bit of Bill Callahan's song, Small Plane, gonna be over? And I'm like, oh, come on, kid, it's like 20 seconds. Just be patient. And they're like, hmm, okay. Well, guess what? Here's another exercise in patience. 
Here's the whale noises that I threatened to put in in the middle of the episode. They're finally going in now. Here you go, everyone. Good night. Ah! <laughs>